Welcome to the Captain Bagrat podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asianish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Hello, La. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, la. Okay, la. For those who are from Singapore, I think you guys know what we're talking about. Almost. <laughs> and it's it's not just Singaporean, right? Yeah, But, I think it's a mix of they call it Singalese, which is a yeah. Sorry, it's not Singalese. Singlish. Singlish, yeah. Singlish, yeah. So it's a mix of English, Mandarin, Tamil, and Malay. Yeah. Um, anywhere on the sort of Malaysian peninsula, you can get away with saying la, right? La, la for everything. Okay, la. Hola. Hiya. Origins of uh, Chinese Mandarin with the la. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And what are we talking about today? We're talking about Singaporeans uh, being able to stream Parliament for the first time. Okay. And how you can elude Mountain Dew. Did you say elude? Elude, not just not elude, like not, elude. Elude online. Okay, yeah, I'm he- <laughs> I'm keen to hear about this. Awesome. And what's for Ponder Ponders? Uh, we've got a great topic for Ponder Ponders today. Awesome. We're doing uh, we're talking about time travel. So if you had three clicks and you could go anywhere in time, where would you go and why? Oh yes, let's get away from this place right now. <laughs> <laughs> the studio. Twenty twenty right off. <laughs> Completely not twenty twenty vision. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then for um, secret Asians, Asianish, we're going to cover the first Asian woman in space. That sounds interesting. It is so interesting. I don't know why we haven't heard more about this woman. Yeah. Yeah. First, first, it's news to me. <laughs> anyway, coming up first in unexpected Asia. For you know how in Australia uh, we've got the West uh, ministers. System, yeah, yeah, and people can go to the Australian Parliament House in Canberra and have the option to watch, um, you know, Parliament happen yeah. right in front of them. Yeah, we did that in primary school. Yeah, it's, it's like a touristy thing you got to do as well yeah. as international tourists. And then also because um, a lot of people obviously can't get to the Parliament House, um, mm-hmm. they have a service where you can stream Parliament. Okay. Yeah, because on you know ABC, uh, you yeah, can yeah. usually yeah, yeah watch yeah Question Time. That's right. It's called Question Time. Yeah. Yeah. So for the first time in Singapore, and people are getting very excited, and it was only announced this month that Singaporeans mm. may get first peak of their parliamentary debate, in principle. In principle, <laughs> non-disclaimer <laughs> agreement has to be signed first, right? That's right. That's right. So um, they said in principle they're going to make this happen. So at the moment uh-huh. they are currently um, short clips of, or well, we're not sure. Some of them are half an hour. Um, yeah. Parliamentary is giving you know talks about uh, representing different groups or yeah, you yeah. Know, what they're portraying for for the people. Um, but they're trying to fight for, you know actual live streaming so anyone can access it anytime wouldn't it be cool if you could do it like um q a where you te- you text your answer in or something and then like they they, they read the twitter feed and then go exactly. and answer it live in parliament it's like you could have a real influence on the debate <laughs> and they'll just ignore some of the others right <laughs> <laughs> that'd be quite cool i think that's yeah that's i think that's where we're leading to because like when you have all these um private conversations obviously this, this would have been quite private mm. um mm. 
you know, in pub being publicised, I think people and people will people will want more of a say in what they want their parliamentary to represent. Yeah, well, it gives it gives people a chance to have a voice, right? Like, mm. the, there's not the same delay, or there shouldn't be the same delay of when you have to like, you know, people used to write a letter to their local councillor when they yes. get their back up about something. <laughs> then maybe it could be a bit more interactive and a bit faster process i guess yeah and i also i think it's to keep people honest as well to make sure the members are honest yeah like they're actually expressing what their member like the constituent wants yeah you'll be able to yeah. see who falls asleep in the parliament sessions and stuff you know how like there's like <laughs> those famous things where people just like fall asleep and have a little snooze or in taiwan the... they have fights and they pull each other's hair <laughs> <laughs> it's just doesn't just happen in taiwan i've seen that happen <laughs> in other countries as well yeah, so that's really exciting over there. That is cool. <laughs> What's happening in your area? Um, so I was um, I was doing some research on Indonesia because I'm really interested in Indonesia at the moment mm. for lots of reasons, not just because of the free trade agreement and stuff that we've the got. The proximity to Australia yeah, as going, well. And yeah, could could be a really good um, trading partner for Australia beyond just going to Bali for holidays. <laughs> but um, obviously with all of um, this sort of health scares and stuff that is going on at the moment, um, the price of gold has like really boomed in Indonesia recently. Oh wow, really? So, yeah, so it's led to this like new kind of hobby thing where people go to the local rivers mm. and particularly near where um, some of the mining areas are and they start panning for gold. Wow. Because they're, they're going through all the sediment and stuff that comes out of the mine. There's that much gold over there? To try and find... Well, the, there's obviously there's some pretty he hectic risks with that because that sort of wastewater and stuff that comes out mm. of the mines full of chemicals and, you know, the... The guys have been reporting that they get like skin rashes and all sorts of problems, but apparently it's worth it's worth doing. Um, so there's this one guy that's been doing it for a few weeks, and he reckons on a good day he can get about fifty five dollars worth of of gold. So just over an ounce of gold um, that he can sell locally for about fifty five US dollars. So it seems to be to that's be quite worthwhile. a lot over there, right? For for yeah, for a, for a minimum wage sort mm. of thing, where the the a, a monthly wage might be as low as sort of thirty US dollars a month. Oh wow! So fifty five dollars a day is actually pretty pretty decent. So I guess people are making the decision. You know, maybe it does the yeah. you know the the risks are worth it. But um, it's it's particularly bad in the um, Kalimantan um, region because that's a bit of a heritage region, and um, the the locals have to watch out because there's also security guards from the mine. So it is actually illegal um, to to do this panning and stuff because mm. of the chemicals and because a lot of the time it's on private land or it's owned by the mine or the 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 mine Landlord. operator or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, they had a, a couple of weeks ago, they had like 400 arrests and people were put, it, put in jail. And you can spend up to 25 years in jail for illegally panning for gold. Did you know that? If it's not on your territory, if right? If it's not on your territory. So, um, yeah, so there is a, a risk that goes with that. And um, another risk is that um, sometimes when they're trying to extract the gold, mm. the miners will use um, mercury because it does something to like separate the gold oh, from the rock. Oh, yeah. And I've mercury, yeah, mercury like is... Not exactly all sorts of nasty things healthy for you. It's poisonous, right? Yeah, it's hugely poisonous. So it causes like birth defects in children. Mm. Um, it's interestingly, it's also what made the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland mad, because <laughs> when they when they were making hats, um, this is obviously a long time ago. Yeah. Um, making hats out of felt, they used this like mercurous nitrate um, solution to cure the felt to mm. make the felt go harder to hold its shape. 
um, and then sort of the mercury vapors would that the hatters would inhale would make them go mad. So they have like all sorts of problems like trembling and <laughs> speech problems oh, and all this sort of stuff. So they literally did go mad. So Hence yeah, mad hatters. <laughs> yeah. So so um, yeah. So panning in these rivers for for gold and stuff and risking all of those exposure to mercury and being arrested or getting at the other like chemicals yeah. and stuff like that. There's there's plenty of risks that are associated with and it. And seafood as well. Apparently over uh, in certain parts of Japan's uh-huh. waters, um, yep. there's it's high in mercury because. Yeah. Yeah. Fushy, fushy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The nuclear plant that, uh, yeah, you have to be careful with that. And went through um, an earthquake, yeah, yeah, because some fish can survive if yeah. they have mercury in their system, but obviously, if you eat it, then you can increase you can, the um, yeah, you can, you can uh, it. consume it that way. So, yeah, something to be careful of, but um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting of, of kind of people going back to their old roots and, and using <laughs> gold panning just to get, get ahead, you know. I mean, yes, I mean, gold is rising on the trade stock market. <laughs> I, I've seen it rise, it, it went up, uh, I think, was that maybe five, ten years ago, and now it's back, back up again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. Well, onto something a little more online, okay, <laughs> rather than you know, solid gold. Yeah, gold. <laughs> There's a new type of e looting that you can do playing the game of unknown battlegrounds or players unknown battlegrounds okay yeah so esport is trying to be more exciting and so they're involving a lot of advertisers and then so the latest one is mountain dew you know the soft drink mountain dew yeah 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 it's sort of yellowy in color yeah it tastes in a really fluorescent good sort of bottle yeah i like it do you like it it's sort of like lemonade but a bit sweeter right it's sweeter yeah it kind of tastes like a like a gatorade ish mm. but, but more bubbly Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, some sort of collaboration has happened, and so I actually watched it briefly uh, uh-huh. with the PUBG uh, video on YouTube, and you can apparently have this new way of fighting people. You know, usually it's just guns, bombs, and stuff like that. Yeah, you can use pans. You can have a you can hit somebody with a pan, like a frying pan, like a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very much um, like a tiger mum, like chasing kids around with, <laughs> with a front. pad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to go and loot a Mountain Dew um, a drinks machine. <laughs> <laughs> To survive. <laughs> to survive and also get rewards. Yeah. So they're making the game exciting. Is this like a Holocaust sort of thing? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so instead of zombies, you just have to drink Mountain Dew. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the whole point is that the Mountain Dew had said, hey, this is a new way of um, unlocking the best in-class gaming experience for, yeah. for okay. players, multiplayers. Yeah, well, like advertising within games is like pretty impressive now. Like the yeah. stuff that you can do and the... The signage and all that sort of stuff, like so much so that brands like fight each other and have to outbeat each other to get included in the next game. It's a huge industry that we just don't know enough yeah, about. Yeah. Well, on the mainstream anyway. So it's a subculture really. That yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there's all these teams, you know, they get trained up by mm-hmm. um, big brands like Samsung. Yeah. Um, probably huge Chinese brands as well. And actually yeah. a lot of the um, American brands, I think, also take part. Yeah. yeah. E- esports is huge in Korea. I know, mm. like there's full battles and tournaments and stuff, and it's like it's life and death. Yeah, you know, and sometimes the teams like they live together in the same house, and like, wow. yeah, they train and like they, they do don't all this go sort outside. of stuff. Yeah, they don't go outside. No, it's it's like you know, the coronavirus is just new, not new to them. They're like, oh, this is a life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just shrug it off. <laughs> so we've been spending all this time together anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, you get to loot the Mountain Dew drinks machine. So I don't know how this is going to go because um, this particular game, uh, PUBG, uh-huh. was actually banned in India in the state of Guru, uh, Gujarat. Sorry, I'm butchering names again. Yeah. Um, for being too violent and too addictive during students' exam time. So that apparently okay. 
kids who were found playing illegally were arrested. Wow. Can you see that happening in Australia? That's nuts. During HSC? Because it's too addictive. Yeah, and violent. And distracting from like study. and. Yeah, but, but getting arrested if you were found on the street playing this game. Yeah. That wow. is another level. And I guess like people probably playing in gaming kiosks and things like that. So it's not like you have the security of your own home and you can yeah. you know, lock yourself in. I know. Wow. Like, okay. <laughs> you should be focusing on your study. <laughs> <laughs> Cyber espionage. Well, now we're going to go on to a very exciting topic, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So ponder ponders, right? Yeah, ponder yeah. ponders, time travel. <laughs> time travel. I had a lot of time on my hands sometimes, so I think about where would I like to go if I had a time machine. Uh huh. But I, I've given us a, a bit of limitation. We can only have three clicks. Three clicks. So you, you yeah. can go somewhere, somewhere else, and then you got to come back if to you the want to present or go to your final yeah destination. destination. Okay. So yeah, where would you go, huh? For your first click. Mm, first click, I want to go back in time. Okay. Because I was like, I was thinking about this before, and I was like, what would be a really interesting time to go to where heaps of stuff changed? Mm. And I thought, well, maybe like in the Industrial Revolution, like back in the early 1900s, when like motor cars were coming in and like big ships mm. and like big sort of like industrial yeah. uh, machines were being created. And so I'd probably go back to 1912. 1912. And that was like the year that the Titanic was launched. And that was like one of the big like steam ships of, of the time. It was like supposed to be the latest and greatest in engineering. Is that when World War One started as well? Uh, it was a little bit, was it 1914? Don't check me. I'm I'm wrong. You keep talking. I'll Google. I did ancient history at school. I didn't do like modern history, so I'm not so good with all that stuff. But <laughs> but yeah, I think 1912 would be um, would be pretty cool. And just to see like the change that people were going through when like mass transport and mobility started to come into place. 1914. You're right. 1914 was the first. Yeah. yeah so a little bit before that. Okay, so the, I, I, and then for my second click, yeah. so before World War One started, I would do my <laughs> second click and I would go into the future, but not too far into the future. Yeah. So maybe around 15 years. So From say, now, yeah. yeah, say what, like 2035? You can definitely and, uh, yeah, override 2020. We don't need to go through this again. Yeah, <laughs> don't need to go through that again. But the, the main thing that I'm interested there is around um, like how virtual reality sort of unfolds. Because mm. I think that's like one of the next frontiers. So at the moment, you know, you've got that sort of two dimension thing. So yeah. you watch stuff on a screen or you're on a, a computer or you're on an mm. iPad or whatever. Um, to see stuff in virtual reality and how that evolves, because mm. at the moment it's still okay, but it's not really got mainstream adoption. Yeah, I think would be would be really cool. So I imagine like doing I don't know like virtual travel seems to be like the logical one for me, and I'm really surprised that virtual travel hasn't really taken off this I'm year. I'm surprised not a lot of virtual stuff taking off in general because yeah. of this year. Yeah, well, you yeah. think like, okay, if you're confined to space and you're sort of indoors and you've got all this time on your hands and stuff, mm. then why aren't we doing more stuff like virtually? And I think um, maybe it's down to a lack of equipment like because we just don't have enough 3D or um, three-dimensional 360-degree cameras or or some, something like that. probably very costly at the moment. But then yeah. also um, like maybe bandwidth is a problem as well because like if you're We're trying getting to... getting an MBN upgrade apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, read that, I read about that last night. I was like, I oh, it, there should be like a minimum of 25 megabits per second. And I was like, wow, I'm lucky to get that on a good day. And I, I think complain because like, gonna... what, uh, like, you know how they segment the... Anyway, don't yeah. stop me on that rant. 
but yes, um, yeah, so bandwidth could be a problem as well. But like, I just want to see how that changes communication. So, you know, working from home, mm. virtual travel, like all of that stuff would like, you could still have like quite an enriching experience mm. of going to a place. Like I really want to go to New Zealand, right? We can't yeah. go to New Zealand. Imagine like going through the foothills and stuff and like, Flying, flying through the clouds. Yeah, oh. or flying on a like a drone or something with yeah. a 360 camera and you've got like the sound and like the waterfalls and like all that stuff. I think I just think that would be really cool. And for for anyone that can answer this, I just love to know why we're not <laughs> what we're not doing this now. Like we've got the technology, it's here. I think it's the headsets and I think it's the availability and and um, the cost to mm. develop in the first stage. Yeah, maybe. But mm. like um Facebook bought that um, company Oculus that make mm. those like 3D go yeah. the surround goggle things. So like most of the technology exists and I think the platforms are there to be able to use it, but maybe it's just the content that hasn't really come to yeah, the demand is use. probably not yeah, big enough yet. I don't know. But yeah, so I think mm. go a little bit ahead, but not too far. And then um, the th third click I can come back to any time, right? So yeah. maybe maybe not today, but when the vaccine <laughs> comes out. So <laughs> like, next year. Yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking to go traveling. Like, I just want to go somewhere. I'm, I'm getting at the stage where I'm like, oh, what month are we in? Like, it's like January, February, Corona, and 2022 corona or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, whenever that whenever that stuff sort of ends, then mm. that's where I'll come back to. What about what about you? Well, I thought about maybe going back to the past, um, you know, the Ming Dynasty because of my Chinese heritage. That would be cool. That would be pretty awesome. Just not Mongolia. Think, no, I think Mongolia is a little bit scary back then. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, but yeah, it'd be kind of nice to you know be in the Forbidden king Kingdom as well, and to you know if I'm allowed access, obviously, mm -hmm. to see how they lived. Yeah. Yeah, with the emperors and the empress and all the concubines and yeah, well. yeah, yeah, the eunuchs as well. Yeah, 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 just to see how that system goes. But then I realized, you know, if I'm a, a female over there and I don't have any uh, status, it probably would be a pretty, pretty um, um, scary time for me as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could work in the palace. I don't know. I could work in the palace. Yeah, but, but I probably won't actually go back. I, I, instead, I think I like. It'd be to good go if forward. you could observe. Like, yeah. yeah. If you didn't, if you could go there, but you didn't have to be involved. Present. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like a ghost just hovering around and just watching how things are fly <laughs> yeah. on the wall, essentially. Yeah. But then I thought, nah, like, I'm not even going to do that. In okay. fact, I'll just go forward to the future. I like to go probably 20 years uh, ahead of time. Okay. So, so similar to you almost. Um, so just yep. be 2040. And I like yep. to see what Elon Musk has done with the world. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Okay. So he, he's um, exploring. Um, apparently, he wants to build a shopping center on Mars. These yeah. are his plans now, yeah, yeah, 2020. Yeah. Um, and you know, people will be able to travel to space and experience. Yeah. Uh, By that stage, flying. we'll have like some sort of space station on Mars. Exactly. And like the ability to sustain life with water and food and. And not just potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also like to see with um, his projects on um, AI Open as well as Neuralink. Yeah. What has advanced in terms of humans um, being uh, interfaced with computers? Like, what would the world look like? Yeah. I mean, is it going to be just you and I here? We actually don't have all these equipment. Like, we don't even have these laptops. And yeah. you and I can just go. Everything's done remotely. Yeah. Just say, hey, podcast, and it'll be activated. It'll be something in our brain or yeah. somewhere. And yeah. we just start talking, and it gets broadcasted straight away. That'd be cool. I, I really like that. Like, I'm. Yeah just been thinking lately like how 
things haven't moved. Like the mm. mouse was like one of the greatest inventions ever. Yeah, that's but since right. then, like when did that come out? Like the eighties or something? <laughs> Possibly. Like yeah. and we're still using mice. We're still having to tap things on keyboards and yeah. stuff. It's kind of a bit frustrating sometimes. I know, and it's it's bad for your like wrists. Yeah, yeah. And posture and having to sit down all the time and. Exactly. Maybe that's why like standing desks are becoming more popular because people want to move around or mm. don't feel like they're just sitting in one spot. Keep that's the circulation right. going. You can move around. Yeah. Death by sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to see where, where things are and whether the, the pig that he inserted the microchip in is, you know, still yeah. alive and kicking or um, he's found a way for yeah. longevity. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That sounds interesting. Yeah. And then my next click will be to go into the future even further to... 3020. Okay. So add a thousand years onto today. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I I don't know what fathom, it like. I can't even fathom what life would be like a thousand years from now. Yeah. It'd be, I don't know. Would it be fantastic when we have flying cars? Like out of fifth element? Um, would we have... I don't know. I feel like we're regressing more than going forward. forward? Okay. Yeah. But a life would be like significantly different. Like, experiences would be more polarized, I think. Like, good would be really, really good. Yeah. And bad would be really, really, really bad. bad. Okay, so we have nothing in between that's moderate. Yeah, so, like, every day, like, ordinary sort of days wouldn't be like they are now. Like, you either have a really good day or you have a really bad day. Wow, okay. Because everything's amplified, like, so intently. I'm hoping by 3020, we'll be living in smaller communities again. Like, you know, back Maybe. in the yeah. old days, always villages. But yeah. then we're very conscious, community conscious as well. Uh -huh. And also having better morals and ethics put in place in terms of how the world is run. Yeah. So in terms of governance, I hope we've moved forward in that kind of way where we're not taking advantage of earth. So so that yeah. you know, we have all the technologies and everything's been minimalized. So yeah. in terms of, um, you know, how it operates and so we won't have clunky satellite dishes or things like that. Yeah. Well, when you mm. think about like the future in like the long, like say a thousand years ahead, like mm. you're talking about now, mm. I guess some of the big things are going to be like resources and stuff. Like how how are we going to have enough food? How are we going to be able to like survive on the amount of water that we have on the planet? Like all of that stuff. Do we have to by start then, eating each other? I mean, well, by then yeah. we probably would have colonized other planets. Yeah. Like, that's pretty safe to say. Mars, I think. Definitely. Yeah. How do you choose which planet you want to live on? How, did, how does citizenship work? Yeah. Fully. Stateless. Like, do you have to have a passport? Like, yeah. And maybe Mars passports can't get back to us to like, to earth they have to yeah you can only go one way or something because a virus just happened to break out on mars and <laughs> you yeah. can't go to jupiter now yeah yeah it'd be kind of like weird and then think about how different lifestyle would be between the planets so at the mm. moment like our exacerbated differences are based on nationality mm. and continents yes but then if you throw planets into the mix it will be clash of planet Clash of the planets. Clash and maybe of the planets. we maybe we end up fighting each other because like there's like the Mars people like evolve radically because they've been like radioactively poisoned or something, <laughs> or they get sick of eating potatoes and they want to come back and conquer the Earth to get our fresh water and and seafood and and meats and stuff. I know it'd be so interesting. <laughs> or, or maybe by then there'll be other life forms that would have come to us as well. Yeah. So it's a mix of different galaxies, if that's even a word. Like Martians and stuff like that. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're going <laughs> to <laughs> we've gone oh, to it. 
but hopefully I won't have to use my third click to come back home or to come back to maybe 2040 where life okay. is a little bit simpler compared to 3020 because yeah. by then they would have come up with another time machine or a way to travel back in time or forward in time. So I like to reserve that last click. Yeah, okay. Are oh, you going to keep that one in the bank? Mm-hmm. So we, we've talked a bit about space travel mm. and you mentioned that in... Um, in like Secret Asians this week, we're going to talk about someone who's travelled into space. What's the password? Captain Bagrat, come in. Yes. First Asian woman? Yes. That's travelled into space? That's right. She's, who, is, who is this amazing person? Well, she's Asian-ish. Yeah. So, um, this wonderful woman, her name is um, Kalpana Chola. I'm so sorry if I got your name wrong. And she's the first... Uh, Indian-born American female astronaut to go into space. Wow, okay. Yeah. So she was born in uh, Karnal and immigrated to the U.S. to study to become an astronaut because that was her uh, childhood dream. Yeah. Um, so she, I think she was born in um, March 17th, 1962. Okay. Um, so this was during a time where India and Pakistan, there was a bit of, you know, um, yeah, rivalry. Yeah, rivalry. Yeah. yeah, so technically sh her family's from this sort of um, Pakistani area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Multan. Yep. Um, and then she studied, she had most of her uh, bachelor's studies as well as primary and secondary in India. Yeah. Uh, she obviously loved space so much. She studied aer aeronautical engineering in Punjab. Okay. And then finally she moved to the US to uh, obtain a master's of science in aerospace and then a PhD as well. Wow. Yeah. In aerospace engineering, clearly. <laughs> well, it's fascinating because like everything, everything gets like so much more accelerated in space. Mm. So the pressures, the forces, the heats, the colds, like everything is so much more intense. Yeah. Like, so the study that they must have to do on that to prepare for a mission would be incredible. Yeah, exactly. And then was it 1969 was when we, when the Americans NASA landed on the moon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. so she would have been after that period. So they would have, uh, I think, had more um, specifications and yeah, okay. uh, training. More, more finding, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So she got into the NASA program and, and then in 19... 97 that's when she made 252 orbits around earth what i know huh how 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 and like nobody's ever spoken about this and she shouldn't she be like like rock star celebrity status i know 252 orbits, orbits around earth first indian american woman or asian must get a bit dizzy, right? <laughs> well, I'm sure it's going to be going pretty slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it's the fact that um, this is where we have the... Uh, what's the opposite of climax? <laughs> I don't know. Lull. The lull? Okay, sorry. And this is where we had the lull. Um, unfortunately, when they went... When she went for a second voyage, yeah. um, the shuttle Columbia unfortunately burnt up when they were trying to um, enter back to earth she died yes she did oh man yeah her as well as uh, six other of her colleagues uh -huh. yeah that the entire crew uh, were were killed while re-entering earth oh, that's really sad yeah so this is probably why they haven't advertised so much um, about her achievements but still, yeah I think it's worth noting in our podcast. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And I wonder if, like, if you go around the world 252 times, I wonder if you age faster. 
Mm, they do talk about that with well they say you your bones become more brittle as well because you yeah. know it's gravi- there's no gravity yeah yeah so you don't have anything to stand on literally the bones are not, yeah, you're okay. not using any of your it. muscles in your bones anymore interesting I know it's pretty exciting stuff though but I, I couldn't believe it I was like that, that, that's it we have to um, how did you yeah, yeah how did you find that that's really it's an interesting story well you know how you say when I find weird news I find all the funniest things <laughs> well this time I found something serious yeah no, <laughs> Google I love you it's a great yeah no it's a great story <laughs> uh, it should be celebrated more like more equality and space travel and like because I'm sure it's quite a masculine dominated industry yeah but more women are getting up there which is great um, yeah. and I think on NASA's social media website like on instagram and facebook they're uh-huh. actually featuring a lot of um female pioneers in yeah. their mathematical section in their engineering section software yeah. so it's great to see that they're finally celebrating as well as you know um uh a- like not just asians but americans yeah. of all colors as yeah well. sure yeah. and immigrants as well who always work harder than like <laughs> people that because they've got to build everything from scratch right yeah yes and no i mean i, I do also know a lot of people uh from you know uh, various countries where they've been born in that particular country they work pretty hard as well so yeah, yeah i think it goes both ways yeah but okay it's, yeah it's good to hear more stories about immigrants as well you know making a, a huge contribution yeah yeah i've enjoyed the program today it's good to talk about all sorts of stuff like space travel time travel <laughs> it's been like a journey virtual travel i think we're having a virtual a ju- journey right now <laughs> yeah can only just fantasize what is it gonna be like for our web series i wonder <laughs> yeah go ponder that <laughs> that's right ponder that all right adam thank you very much as always yeah it's been fun bag rat out hey thanks for listening to this week's podcast for the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrat, it does cost us a bit to produce, and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.